Hey girl, hey. Welcome to the Happy Hour Combos Podcast. When was the last time that you actually went out to a happy hour? Do you feel like it's hard to make friends in your 30s? Are you desperate to escape from your overly scheduled life? We want you to know that you are not alone. We get it. Trust us. I'm Keisha, a 30-something, newly divorced mom of two, work-from-home entrepreneur starting my life over from scratch. I'm Rebecca, a 30-something, corporate-working mom of two, married to my high school sweetheart. Join us weekly for Real Deal Girl Chats because adulting is hard and leaving happy hour behind is not an option. So grab your drink of choice because the best combos always happen over cocktails. Cheers! Cheers. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey there. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Happy hump day. Doing all right. It's it's Wednesday, right? Yes, it's Wednesday. Doing all right. My husband is traveling out of town, so I'm single parenting just for a couple of days, which is, you know, stressful, but... Yeah, I know. It definitely, definitely is an adjustment when you're used to tackling things on, uh, you know, as a twosome. And then yeah. you're so low. And like mm-hmm. today I was in like lower Delaware for work. So I'm like watching the clock and I start getting stressed around like three o'clock. Cause God forbid I can't make it back. Like there's no backup plan. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you. I mean, you could call me. I wasn't here, but I'm closer than probably anyone else would have been. Yeah. And I'd already asked uh, my mother-in-law if she was available. Cause I thought Benjamin was going to have a baseball game tonight, but it got canceled. Because I'm like, just in case I'm running late, can I call you? And she's like, oh, no, I have a doctor's appointment. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Lord. <laughs> I did make it back. So it was fine. But yeah, it is. It's a different animal. Like when you're just used to having someone else around that, you know, could get the kids. But mm-hmm. like, all on you is a little scary. It is, especially like you said, the time and traffic and trying yeah. to pick them up at certain, you know, for pickups from the bus or from school. Yeah, it still gives me anxiety <laughs> and I'm just, yeah. I'll be here and because Logan's bus on the, you know, just every day when I'm when it's time to pick him up, it's not like a set set time. It's just like around a certain time. Mm-hmm. So there's been times it's come like a little bit before and then most of the time it's always after. Thankfully, I've always been there, but there are certain times I'm driving up and I'm like, oh my goodness, the bus <laughs> is early. Because <laughs> if you don't pick up your kid, they leave him on the bus and then they take him to the, um, to the aftercare program. Oh, well, he would just be hanging with Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, I don't even have to go to the school. I just go right around the corner from my house, but I'm like still stressed out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, well, I got to get them in two different places. So, and yeah. you have to get them no later than six, which is late. And I don't want them to be there that late either. So that's why I get nervous. Yeah. I'm not usually there till six, but mm-hmm. anyway, but yeah, I'm, I'm trying to adjust to this life because I think it's going to be a lot. Like he's going to be like traveling two or three days. Oh, really? Month, so I got to wrap my head around it. Really? Okay. So this is the new job. Yeah. I mean, he started Friday and he's already, he's a wow. national. Like, like, yeah. It's well, crazy. You got me. <laughs> I know. I know, girl. But I, you know, I don't want to bug any. I know everyone's got such crazy schedules, it's, right? In a busy life. So I don't want to bother anybody. It's not a bother at all. That's what yeah. we're here for. <laughs> um. <laughs> It has been pretty good. Not too crazy. Not too bad. Um, yeah, I'll get into it later. We had Libby's cheer, um, her showcase, another showcase competition this past weekend. Um, I've been watching something. I just oh, actually hit pause because I was watching it. And I don't know if you have ever seen it before, the home edit on Netflix. I've heard other people talking about it, but I've never seen it. 
obsessed. It's good. Okay. <laughs> it is my favorite, not favorite show, but it is, oh my gosh, it's like HGTV on steroids for me. The first season came out, it must have been during the pandemic. It's definitely been a year or two since the first okay. season was out. And I didn't even know the second season came out until um, one of my girlfriends from work, she actually, she loves the show too. And she was like, and I've been binge watching the home edit. She's like, it's back on Netflix. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so, like, what kind, like, what is it? Explain. Organization. It's organization. Oh. Um, typically. So do you know, uh, you probably, have you been to the container store? Yes. <laughs> it's the container store on crack. Like, oh, wow. They, <laughs> they have a line um, of products in the container store. And um, I'll, I'll send you their Instagram page, but it's just beautiful. It's like so appealing to just look at because they do everything um, like color coordinated. So it's all like rainbow as far as like how they coordinate your closet or coordinate the, um, you know, uh, pantry and all that kind of stuff. Like they're, those are kind of like, I feel like the, the two main areas I see them do or like okay. pan- pantries, kitchens, closets, um, you know, they'll do offices just, but it's just so appealing and just, right. just makes you feel all good inside when you see something go from like a hot mess to just like beautifully organized. Doesn't so make you like tear apart your house and like, seriously, <laughs> seriously, but no, that's, um, this is the second season is, is on now. So okay. definitely watch if you love HGTV, you'll, you'll like it. Okay. That sounds like a good show. I think we're still trying to finish up blackish. Like, cause we, we didn't watch any of the episodes. So I think we're only on like the sixth episode. So we're trying to finish that out before the summer. So, but I'll add the home edit to the list. Yeah. It's a good one. It's in um, there. They're like quick watches too. Okay. Um, and then they'll do like celebrity homes and stuff too, which is pretty cool. So they've had like Reese Witherspoon, Drew Barrymore. Um, they've, they've had everybody, Chris Pratt. Like they've had so many people. Oh, on cool. there. Can you yeah. like hire them, I guess, to come out for a price? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if the celebrities hire them, but <laughs> for a but, large price. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's amazing. And other than that, I still watch Albert Elementary. That's like I love yeah. that show so much. Yeah. <laughs> love that show. I'll mm-hmm. always like pick that over anything else in the DVR because it's so funny. Yeah. No, I love it. And then ghosts. We're watching ghosts. But I, um, I don't think you watch that. From the power series? Mm-mm. It's called Ghost. It's on like. I don't oh, know, you did tell me about that. I think yeah, you talked I think about that. Cute. I don't know. I'm kind of weird. Yeah. Though, so. <laughs> um, now I have to check it out. I think you talked about it on one of the last episodes. Yeah, last I episode. think it's cute. Like I said, it's a good watch. It's a it's a real easy watch. Like you could do other things and watch it and still know what's going on. But I like it. That's what I need in life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Something we'll to back. watch that I'm like, if I'm you know on my phone or doing laundry or whatever, that I'm not like, dang it, I missed the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Is the home edit like that too? Yeah, for sure. Because okay. really, at the end of the day, you just want to see the before to the after. <laughs> <laughs> like the yeah. stuff in the middle is cute, but if you miss it and just catch the after, that's that's more than enough. Yeah. No, I, t- I like shows like that because you don't feel like super tied to the TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. I agree. But yeah, I'm excited to talk about, I feel like we should cue the song, Friends. <laughs> <laughs> How many of us have them? <laughs> I'm not even going to try to sing because my voice is so bad. <laughs> so funny. But um, making friends as an adult is interesting. Mm, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what has been your experience with adulting friendships? Mm. Uh, I don't. So I, 
just putting this out there, I don't have the best track record with friends. I really don't. Why? Like, so I, I don't know, really. And I am in therapy. This is part of the reason. There's a lot of reasons. This Stop. Is- You're a great friend. I'll vouch. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, girl. I appreciate that. I don't know. Like, I've never, even from, like, young, like, I don't have friends from high school. I don't have friends really from college anymore. Um, and as an adult, like I've gotten really close to some females in my life that either I've worked with or just been friends with. And then it always goes south. Hmm. So I kind of do have walls up when it comes to friends. Like I really don't let a lot of people in and I don't really like seek out friendships as much because I've been hurt so many times. And I don't know. It's all about like the quality of people in my life and not the quantity. And I know some people just have a lot of friends. I'm not really one of those like I have I could I have five people I could say are my friends like literally that's it I don't mm. I guess I don't play like that I don't know <laughs> no that's I mean I think definitely as you grow older with age comes you know like you said quality versus quantity yeah. um when it comes to friendships like you may have your core core four core five people that are like your friends your go-tos your sisters or whatever um and whereas when you were a teenager it may have been like who has the most friends like type of thing <laughs> when you get older it's like I don't even care <laughs> like because you realize yeah. you can't you know you can't call everybody friend and you can't depend on you know a lot of people like you used to Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, I guess I'm just tired of being disappointed by people. So I don't really like let people in that easily. I, I mean, honestly, I'm shocked that we're friends. Like, I'm shocked that I let you in. Like, <laughs> that's I'm like, I, I can't speak to that at all because we've been, you know, friends for a while now and it just happened so naturally. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because it happened so naturally. And I think because it involved our kids, it helped. But I don't like if we weren't at a kids event, I don't know. Like, I'm not really one to like try to be friends with people. I'm kind of like introverted when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. I don't really seek out female friendships anymore because I just get disappointed. It's mm-hmm. weird. It's like a thing. I guess, I'm, like I said, I'm in therapy, girl. It's serious. Like it's, it is like kind of sad in a way because you want to have like a circle of girlfriends and I do have mm-hmm. people, but they're not like friends. Like they're not, like you're not friends with my other friends, really. It's like, I have like you and then I have like a I'm, different friend that's like a different world and then a different friend that's like a different world. And it's kind of mm-hmm. weird because- I don't know about you. Like, what's your scenario with friendships? Like, does, is everyone kind of in a circle? Um, not really, but most of my friends, because of events and, you know, occasions and things like that, kind of have at one point met, at least met each other. Okay. Um, like my core, core friends, like if it's been a birthday party or if it's been, um, you know, a function, like I've had people from all the different worlds kind of come together and they've met but I have my girlfriends from college. So also from, from sort of from childhood, I only have one friend who I still call to this day, my best friend from childhood. <laughs> We've been best friends since third grade. Oh my God. And um, it's just funny seeing people from high school and, you know, elementary school and all that kind of stuff. Cause they still see us and they're like, y'all are still friends. And it's just like, yes. I love it. So shout out to my bestie, Rachel. Now, obviously a lot of life, has happened from third grade till now. <laughs> um, like we've moved significantly far apart at one point. Like at one point she moved to North Dakota um, okay. because of her husband's job. And that, you know, put like a distance in us. But one of the biggest things I think for me with all of my friendships, because a lot of them are not close, is no matter how long it is in between the time that we speak, we pick right back up 
like it was nothing. Yeah. So, um, you know, whether you talk to them every day or talk to them every other month, like Mm -hmm. you just continue on because it's life. Like everyone has a lot going on. So there's her. And then I have my core girlfriends from college who, you know, all know each other. Um, And then friends from different areas of my life up here. Um, when I moved back up, up this way and moved to New Jersey, I've met people from work. Well, honestly, mostly working. <laughs> like I mean, because I worked in retail, it was a lot of females and all that kind of stuff. And you are there your whole day, <laughs> like right? your friends from work or people that you work with, you know, you, you see them sometimes more than you see your own family. Yep. So you either love them or hate them. That's true. <laughs> thankfully, as a manager, I was the one who chose who I wanted to be in my stores. So for the most yeah, part. <laughs> so I've had really, really great connections and people that I still call friends and love and, you know, would go to their kids' birthday parties or they would come to mine or we would go on a trip like every now and again. Like, like I said, we don't see each other every day, but they're still like my girls. So I feel like those are kind of my worlds of friendships. Yeah. So you're still friends with a lot of girls you went to college with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I don't talk to anybody from college either. Like I don't even talk to my roommates from college. Really? I don't, I don't think I, well, no, earlier in college, like freshman, sophomore year, like my roommates in like the dorms and stuff, we didn't really, we weren't that close. But as I got like, you know, older into like moving to apartments and stuff, like those roommates are are my girlfriends. Yeah. The two girls I roomed, like had an apartment with, like the one, it kind of ended bad. We moved out from that apartment from college and lived together for a couple of years, even after college. And then we just like, like, it just went bad. I don't even remember mm-hmm. what happened. And then my other roommate, we just kind of drifted apart. Like more recently than college, we stayed in touch for a long time. But I mean, we haven't spoken like since, other than like happy birthday or like happy Mother's yeah. Day. Like, but it's like, it's not like a friendship at this point, you know, because we've never seen each other. We really don't talk. And it's kind of, I don't know, it's sad. It's depressing. I don't know. And do you think that for that one, that it's more of like the distance aspect of it? Like because of the distance and... I think that plays a part in it for sure. And then I just think... You know, there's certain friends, like I can acknowledge that there's certain friendships that kind of fizzle out over time and that's okay. I think that's, you know, your lives grow so far apart and it's okay. It's like, I don't have any hate for the person. I'm sure they don't have any hate for me, but it's like our lives are just so separate and far apart and we might not even have much in common anymore when you think mm-hmm. about it. You know, you don't know, I don't know because I feel like I don't know her anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like, there's just, what you said earlier, I think is, crucial when it comes to like deciding friendship versus versus acquaintance when you're like it like a year could go by and you know you could pick up the phone and you start talking like nothing ever happened right Mm -hmm. like I had that one a one friend that I used to live with growing up and I know like we've been spoken for probably like six years but if she were to call me or I were to call her it'd be like nothing ever happened yeah like that kind of person but yeah other than that as a girl I'm weird I think I'm very (laughs) I'm like damaged I've been (laughs) I'm just a very damaged soul. People listening, sorry. I, just, I really am. I struggle with female friendships. I really do. I don't, I guess I have trust issues with females. Like I don't mm-hmm. trust that they're, I don't know. Cause I just feel like I'm waiting for them to like, be like, I'm done with you. Like, and just kick me to the curb. But I don't even, like a lot of times, like I've had serious friendships where like these people were like sisters to me. Mm-hmm. And then it just went like completely cut off. And it's very devastating. It's it's worse than a breakup sometimes. Like an actual oh my God. boyfriend <laughs> or a husband. Like it's it's devastating, you mm-hmm. know? And I don't know. So yeah, that's my perspective. Friendships are hard. But now 
if you fast forward to like today, like when we were like hanging out with all the baseball moms and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, cheer moms, like it's kind of like, when do you cross over from like a person that is a convenience friend because you're just with the person all the time to like <laughs> next level friend? Like, where's that line, you know? Uh, that's a really good question. I, I feel like for me, I'm very big on just like organic connections and, you know, you just, you just go with the flow and go with like whatever's right. Like what am I, um, like a mom at the bus stop for Logan school. Like her son has been in Logan's class, I think for the last three years, he was definitely in her class, his class last year. And he might've even been in his class in kindergarten, but I've known them for a while because they live in the neighborhood. And, you know, like I said, our kids are in the same classroom together, but now, um, you know, now going to the bus stop more often and, you know, seeing each other, like we have each other's phone number, just in case if one of us is running late, like all that kind of stuff. Um, We live in the same development as far as like the apartment complex. So we've even talked about like, Hey, maybe we'll go for a walk or go work out together and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I just feel like it happens organically. Like if you are vibing, it's it's like dating. (laughs) Like if you're, if you're vibing with somebody, then it's just like, let's take it to the next level. Let's take it outside of the bus stop. Let's go, (laughs) let's go for a drink. Like, (laughs) I don't know. That's how I look at it. And I wouldn't say she's a friend. Like I would compare her to my, you know, core girlfriends from college that I've known for 15 years at this point. But, um, is she, you know, a cool, you know, cool girlfriend like I don't I don't know what do you call it like a cool acquaintance I feel like I will call her more than an acquaintance but yeah I don't know <laughs> I think about that a lot because it's like you know obviously we're with these baseball moms like forever <laughs> like <laughs> you know it feels like forever and I really mm-hmm. like them they're very cool but then it's like I do feel like at least with my baseball group that I'm the outsider because they're all like they've known each other for years Mm-hmm. And Benjamin's newer to the travel team and newer to like that circle, like our whole family is like we I feel like the outsider, even though I feel like they're super nice, they're super friendly. I really like them. But it's hard for me to like break down my walls and let them in, too, because I'm just like so jaded by people. Like, I just don't really I'm just like we're just baseball friends. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, at what point? I don't know. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I guess with you, what kind of happened was our, like, we went to the beach, like we just started like hanging out mm-hmm. and then it was like, Oh, we're just like, our, we're really cool. Our kids are really cool. Like our husbands were getting along, yeah. um, you know, stuff like that. So I don't, but I don't know. Like, I feel like it has to go outside of like, like me seeing the baseball moms at baseball is to me convenience. It's convenient, right. friends. Mm-hmm. but it doesn't become a true friendship until you start like doing other stuff. Like what you said, that's a good like, point. You start going for a walk with this lady I'm talking honestly, like your neighbor, <laughs> this, this chick over there at the Harvard. <laughs> if you start working out or you guys start like walking or whatever, like that's when it becomes like next level, I guess. Like that makes sense. Yeah, that's a really, I agree hundred percent. I think that's a good point. It's like taking it out of the, the area of your convenience. Like you said, seeing them at baseball or me seeing her at the bus stop and doing something else together. That's how we got to where we are. Like you said, we right. wouldn't be this close if we didn't go to the beach that one day or, yeah. you know, do other things. You guys come to Logan's birthday and all that kind of stuff. If yeah. we would have just stayed at swim, it would have just stayed at swim <laughs> and right. it wouldn't be, you know, where we are, however many five, six years later. Yeah. So yeah. It's kind of like the true test of friendship is like, if you were to move away, would that I go see true. you? I would that see is you. true. But I think that's when it really becomes when you have to put in that effort. Like my Mm -hmm. friend that was my neighbor and then they moved to Delaware. Like 
you have to make an effort now. It's not convenient whatsoever to see that person or see that family right. or whatever. And I think that's when you know, like, there's a true friendship. Absolutely. Yeah, the distance definitely plays, like, a big factor in it. Like, my girlfriend's in Baltimore. Um, you know, we see each other as often as we can, but, you know, they have busy lives and kids and husbands and careers and stuff. And same with me. Like, so for us to do something all together, like, we have to, we, we have to plan, like, a year in advance. Like, all right, yeah. October 26th. <laughs> let's all get together and, da -da -da, and then it'll still probably fall through but yep. <laughs> but or it'll be like a big event like actually speaking of that this weekend I'm going down there for um one of them her her baby shower so yeah. yeah it's just but you know do we do we all talk every day no do we all see each other every day no but when we do connect we picked right back up and honestly, I feel like with the word friends, like for them, I call them my sisters. Like I didn't have sisters growing up. So mm -hmm. they've been them and my best friend from elementary school. Like they've all been the closest things to sisters that I've ever had. Obviously, yeah. since I don't have any. <laughs> so they, they've crossed the, the lines of friendship. They're my sisters for life. So I think that's a different word that I throw out there too. Yeah. Now, how do you handle it? Sounds like you you will be friends with people that you work with too. Like you will cross those lines. I will. <laughs> so <laughs> it has been, so I don't, and I was just telling, I was just actually telling my uh, coworkers this yesterday. I was like, I feel like I'm, I don't know, I've, not to be all super deep. I feel like people are giving gifts and I feel like I've been given the gift of discernment. Like I'm really good at discerning someone's character and, you know, if they're a good person or not, or if they have good genuine intentions. Yeah. Um, so as far as like people from work, I don't know. Obviously it takes time, especially when I was their manager. Cause most of these people that I'm talking, like I was their manager at one point and then it was like, Oh my God, you're my girlfriend. Like, so <laughs> we just, I don't know, because we work together so well and saw each other so often and talked and connect connected. Um, we, we just were able to manage our work relationship versus like what developed into a friendship. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I know a lot of people like, don't cross those lines and then other people are that's like their best friends are the people they work with because they're there so often so it's like I feel like there's like two schools of thought with it it just depends on mm -hmm. what you want I guess yeah I, but I mean, every situation's different yeah for sure I don't I mean now I'm like alone I'm like a lone wolf with what I do so there's like I haven't even see, physically seen any of my coworkers in like two years oh wow mine is mm -hmm. zoom like that's about it right but Did we you have any isolated so. Did you ever before that have any kind of close relationships with them? Oh yeah, that's the one. The one girl I still work with her. She was like my sister, and then we not. Now we don't. We act like we never met. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what I did to this day. So, yeah. But maybe it's just communication. Like, I, like friendships really are relationships. Like, if you oh, yeah. compare them to your marriage or compare them to any you know dating relationship that you've had, so it takes maybe that open line of communication and just be like, girl, like what happened? Like, did I, I do, do something? Did I really? Oh yeah. We went to lunch. I wrote her a card the whole nine. Nothing. No. 
Well, that's not you. And that you was like your part. eight years ago at this point. It's yeah, but it's like it's still obviously affected. I still have to see this person. Like usually you get rid of a boyfriend, you're like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like, you don't have to see the person, but like to have to work with somebody is awkward. Not that I see her really that much, but at national yeah. sales meetings and events and stuff, we still like, but she's honestly at this point like a stranger to me. I don't wow. I don't know anything about her. I don't know who she is anymore. Like, I don't know. But it's still yeah. weird. But yeah, after after that. I do not really become friends with anybody I work with. I just don't think it's worth it. Mm. But so, I mean, and at the end of the day, you have to know, and I'm not your therapist, but you <laughs> have to know, you know, that you did your part. Like a relationship, relationship and a friendship takes two people, two willing parties. So you did your part to continue on the friendship, to communicate, to figure out what was going on. And if that wasn't reciprocated, there's only but so much you can do. So don't, you know, I don't know if you still do, but I wouldn't fault yourself. I would just fault that being that one particular situation. Yeah. I mean, at this point it's so old, but like it was, it was a battle wound for a long time. Mm-hmm. Here's a question for you. That's something that's popped in my head. What are your thoughts on like friendships with the opposite sex? <sighs> that's hard. <laughs> I mean, I'm single now, so that doesn't matter, but <laughs> right. as far as, when you're in a relationship or married, that's really hard. Yeah, I agree. I, <laughs> it depends. It depends on, is this like our friend? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> or is this someone who you've had a friendship with before me? You know what I mean? Like a good, genuine friendship. And then, you know, obviously they still need to know me. Hello. Right. <laughs> but that's hard. That's really hard. It really is. What about you? Well, I feel like Brahim's so gargarious. He's friends with everybody. Like mm-hmm. he got close with two of the girls on the project team at Penn. Mm-hmm. And um, at first I was like, really? You have two friends that are girls? Like really? Like you couldn't find the two guys? But <laughs> I mean, they know who I am. I know who, we went to the one girl's wedding and they're super sweet. Like it's it's nothing. But at first it's like, really? Can't you find yeah. your boy? Why did you find girls? Like, yeah. you know, gut instinct. But like it's, I mean, Brahim's just so friendly and outgoing that like he's friends with everybody. Yeah, the girl guy. I don't think it matters. Like he's just going to be friends with almost everybody all the time. So that's just his personality. Um, I don't think he would be too okay with me being like super close with a guy. I mean, there is one of my coworkers is a guy that I talk to a decent amount now because we share a customer. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, he was on speaker phone the other day, and Brahim was talking to him. Like it's not. Yeah. Like he knows Brahim, like they've, they met actually, cause we went to an account in, in the city and I don't drive in the city. So Brahim had to drive me. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm here. You know, I'm in the city all the time. Oh, this, was like, girl. this was like right when the pandemic, like, oh, okay. like and you could go back to general offices. And I was like, well, I don't drive to the city. So, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, the rep was like, I'll pick you up. And I was like, no, my husband said he'll Uber me there. So <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah, funny. It, it's definitely, you know, some, you talk to some people and they don't care. And some people are like, I would feel uncomfortable if my husband was friends with a guy or the opposite sex or whatever. But yeah, I don't mean, I don't know. At this point, I've been married too long. Whatever. <laughs> she said whatever. It's, it's, it's really hard. I think it depends on, it's the individual situation. It depends on your spouse. Like, you know, your husband, mm-hmm. you, like you said, you know that he's very friendly, outgoing, you know, he's going to make friends with like everybody. Yeah. Um, everyone's situation is different. I will say, and I have, I'm saying this and I don't think that this person listens to the podcast. So I'm just, I'm not going to say any names, but I have some, a friend who got married and 
her husband's, like basically his best friend is a female. And I've been around them and their, their relationship makes me uncomfortable. Oh, wow. now, I'm not married to them. So that's, you know, if she's mm-hmm. cool with it, it is what it is. But I'm just like, at what point does your friendship with a female, like, I don't want to say fizzle out, but kind of adjust to the fact that now that you're married, you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying not to say too much. I do know what you mean. I do. It's just, it's uncomfortable to be around because I want to be like, girl, like stay in your place. Has it been years? Mm, A few years. Yeah. Oh, you would think at that point it would be like a little bit more divided, but. Yeah, it's been a few years. Um, But I think that this particular female who is the friend is just very like clingy and, you know, this is my best friend. I know him better than anyone. And I don't know. I'm just, I I would be like, well, this is my husband now, boo. So (laughs) like, but that's just me. Yeah. I mean, I don't know in my mind, I don't, I don't know this person either, but in my mind, I'm like, oh, this is definitely going to end later on where they end up together. <laughs> like this is oh, where God. <laughs> Yeah. And I don't think so. But like I said, just being around them, it just makes me uncomfortable. And I'm like, maybe this is just something I need to deal with because yeah. all, all parties. Are, but she's cool with the friend though, too. I mean, she's cool with my friend now too, right. which is obviously what I would want, but just, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. So many different dynamics of relationships. Like it's insane. Mm-hmm. And like you have work relationships, relationships, relationships. And then that's the other thing too. Like, Becoming close with somebody when this like your spouse gets along with the other person's spouse, oh, it makes it like a perfect storm. Mm-hmm. It just and the kids, it. like we've talked about before too, like if you have kids that get along and then the parents mm-hmm. get along, like oh my god, thank God, it's just like a perfect, amazing, perfect yeah. ecosystem, absolutely for sure. And that's hard to find. Like it's it is. really hard to find where like because there's Brahim has friends where like he's really good friends with the guy, and I'm like, my wife's like. <laughs> you know hopefully no one's listening I feel so bad I feel like I'm talking about people but but they're just like certain people like you said that you mesh really well with and there's just certain Mm -hmm. people that you're like you are super nice but we're just we're just not going to be super tight like that and that's okay it's okay you don't Mm -hmm. have to be everyone's best friend you know it's but it is it makes it easier when everyone comes together I know happy which is one thing that's so we can talk about this too. It's just like, so when a couple splits up like me, <laughs> how does that friendship dynamic work? Like, I mean, our situation is different because we're so cool and we see each other all the time. Yeah. But like, if we didn't, like, do you choose a side? Because like, we have, we have some mutual friends and it's, I mean, we, like I said, we're cool. So it's not like, a, you know, oh, I chose his side or I'm choosing Keisha's side type right. of thing. But if that was the case, that would be hard. I think you guys make it easy because you're so cordial. Yeah. Each other. Like if you guys are together, it's not weird. You know what I mean? But some mm-hmm. people that are going through divorces, it's very weird. Yeah. You almost have to pick a side. Right. But you guys are like really good at co-parenting. You're, you know, respectful to each other. You're like, you can be around each other and it's not weird. Whereas some people <laughs> yeah. like they, you do not go anywhere near each other. Like, yeah. Yeah. So you make it easy to be like, if you guys are around and bring, it's not weird. Yeah. Like we don't feel like we're picking a side, but we, you know, you guys just make it easy. I don't know. You guys are a really good example of like, (laughs) continue on after marriage. (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because I feel bad at some points. Like if I come over to your house and it's like me and the kids and Brahim is just like stuck off doing <laughs> something like, like he needs, a, he needs a pal. Okay. I'm like, I always feel bad or like other situations. Like if I'm with my girlfriend, Brianna and her husband's around, it's just like, they need that, their pal back. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> Brahim gets very excited because he's like, I get free time. That's funny. <laughs> like okay. be with Keisha and then the kids will have each other. So I'll be free. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. It's funny. But yeah. yeah. Are we ready for yeah, the last call? Yeah. All right, girls, go with your shot. So my shot just happened about an hour ago. Oh my god. It really, it, it really started uh, what's today? Wednesday. I it was Sunday, I believe. So I actually have on the same hoodie. So this obviously people can't see it, but you know, you have a hoodie with like a front pocket, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I had my phone in it and I was giving Olivia a bath. And this has never happened before too, which is just so random. And I'm like leaning over, doing whatever, like, you know, I think I was washing her hair or something and my phone fell out. And I didn't even really realize, like it was probably in the tub for like three seconds at most. Um, cause I heard a thud and I was like, what is that? And then I thought the podcast, like, oh, my phone. Mm-hmm. So I like whipped it out the phone. I mean, whipped it out the tub and it's an iPhone, which they say are waterproof and all that great stuff. So, you know, I shook it. It was fine. I, I clicked a couple buttons. It could still turn on, but a little bit later that night when I went to put on the charger, it was like a warning sign. And it was like water detected in the charging port cannot charge, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. So I asked my friend, I Googled like, you know, what do you do? You put your phone in rice. So I put it in rice for like a little bit. <laughs> and then I tried to put it on the charger and it was charging fine. Cool. That was Sunday. Today is Wednesday. Randomly, just an hour ago, like I've not dropped it in any water since then, done anything. It's clearly been charged, done everything for the last three days. I just tried to put it on the charger because it was on like 6% before we got on this, uh, <laughs> before we started recording the podcast. And it was like water detected in the charging port, like da da da. And I like shook it. I like blew it like a cartridge, like <laughs> like a Sega <second> cartridge. <laughs> and I tried to put it back on, and then it's just like taking up more time, taking up more juice, and it gets down to like one percent, and then it like dies. And oh, no. <laughs> so I have no phone right now. So currently, as we are recording this, my phone is sitting in rice, oh, no. and I'm praying that. It, it said, I Googled it on my computer. Thank God for my computer because I've been like texting people and Googling. I have a MacBook, so that's compatible to yeah. my phone. Um, but uh, we'll see. We'll see if I have a phone later tonight. If not, then I guess in the morning I'll be at the Apple store. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because, um, yeah, it's not it's not taking a charge. So it, it has turned back on. I put it on the charging port and it will get to 1%. But it still says that same thing. Like, charging port whatever you know can't hold a charge oh no <sighs> so not we'll cool. see not cool and you need to make sure your phone's good for disney uh yeah <laughs> that's why i'm just like i need all of this to happen you know if i need a new phone whatever it needs to just happen now i hope not i mean i have an 11 it's not like super old yeah. i don't want to have to get a new phone but that's where we are that sucks so I'll Let's keep you shop. posted. If you don't hear from me or see me on Instagram or anything <laughs> <laughs> for the next 24 hours, you'll know why. Oh my gosh, that stinks. Yeah. And I do everything for my phone as far as like my business, all that kind of stuff too. Like, yeah. Oh gosh, girl. Well, fingers crossed. It just yeah. needed some more rice time. It needed a rice <laughs> bath. 
I'm going to let it sit in rice. If it still says it, I'm going to just leave it in rice overnight and wake up and pray for a miracle. Ugh. All right. Yeah. Well, cross for you, girl. Thank, oh thank you. <laughs> What's your shot? Uh, so, all right. I debated if I was going to talk about this on the podcast, but you know what? It's a safe zone, right? For everyone out there listening, giving it to your all. Real conversation. All right. So a couple weekends ago, my brother-in-law and I guess soon-to-be sister-in-law were over. And my brother-in-law sitting in like, you know, the living room in my house, like my husband's recliner, which is like kind of far corner. My soon-to-be sister-in-law is sitting in the kitchen and we are... Our refrigerator, our freezer's ice machine broke. So we had our refrigerator and freezer doors like open. We're trying to like defrost everything. So me and Brahim are like running back and forth with the groceries, trying to put them in the outside garage refrigerator because we couldn't have anything in there with everything defrosting. Said sister-in-law says, I'll leave her name out of it for her privacy. (laughs) 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 She says, well, me and Brahim are both standing there. So what? So what's going on for Brahim's birthday? Did you finish planning anything? Well, I went nuts. Because I'm like, why would you say something in front of him? In front of him. I went, like, I, like, snapped. Because the night before, me and Brahim were arguing about his birthday. Because he's telling me, trying to tell me he doesn't want anything now. And I'm, like, in the process of calling 75 places, trying to price out, so... you know, karaoke booths, like this. And I'm like, you... Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I went nuts on her. I kind of snapped and I took out everything I was feeling out on her. I'm not here to say it was right, but I'm here to say it came out. She poked the bear and she got the bear. Listen, Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then apparently my brother-in-law, after I went to bed, was telling Brahim how unacceptable it was how I talked to his girlfriend. So I was like, listen, I'm going to take a shot and I'm going to apologize because I did snap. But it's still like ridiculous. Like, why would you ask somebody about it's their like, 40th birthday? It's not just your 37th birthday, your 40th birthday. I know. My language. I know. Why would it's you like, say it in front of the person? In front of the person. It's like common sense. Yeah. Duh. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. But I need to take a shot because I was a little bit annoyed, cooled off. I apologize for how I snapped because it wasn't a hundred percent directed towards her. It was the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was ticked. Mm-hmm. You apologize. So you, you did the right thing, but it's like I would say that that's common sense, not to say it or ask in front of the person. Like why should, why me. couldn't she wait till he was in the garage, bringing the food in right. the garage? Like we're running back and forth. You couldn't have timed that better. Right. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I needed a shot for that girl. It was I was oh I was really fired up, like really fired up. Yeah. Now I don't like right, another happier stuff. All right, what are you taking? <laughs> So my happier moment um, is, like I said, this past weekend, Livy had her second um, competition, which was in Wildwood. I'm like, do they have anything in New Jersey or Philadelphia? Like in the area, everything's two hours away. (laughs) Um, But the first time, and I think I've said it before in the podcast, like she's had issues with like the noise and everything being so loud. And the first, I mean, the first uh, competition, she cried. And since then practices, she's been crying and stuff. But um, I got her some like silicone earbuds which are like they are, are f- perfect for kids like because you can roll them and make it fit their ear yeah. um so she had that and she did 
amazing. And it was just like such a proud mom moment because she was on, um, you know, on stage and dance and did her whole routine perfectly. And it was funny because another little kid had like a whole fallout moment and stuff too. So it was just like, at their age, you just don't know what you're going to get <laughs> at any time. But she loved it and had fun. It came off and was like, I had fun. I want to do it again. What is the next one? Like she just felt so Aww. good, good about herself. So that made me like so happy. Um, so that made me want to cheers for sure. <laughs> yeah, look, she did really good. She did so, so good. So hopefully, you know, if, if that's the case, then we'll we'll continue with cheer and we'll see. So she, is was, she done with competitions now? That was the last competition. There is a showcase that they're supposed to have, which they haven't given us the date for. Again, that'll be maybe my shot next week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be while we're away in Disney. Oh, no. What would they do with spring break week? It's so dumb. Listen, that I just a shot next week. <laughs> rude. So, so rude. I know. But other than that, if she misses that, then she's done for the season. Okay. Yeah. Well, if that is the case, she went out with a bang, right? She, she went out with the bang. Absolutely. Which made me happy. Awesome. What about you? What was, what's your cheers moment? <laughs> this is so bad for everyone out there listening. I swear I'm a good mom. I swear to <laughs> I swear. So <laughs> I'm taking a toast to the fact that it's raining and I don't have to go to baseball. Listen. It got canceled tonight. It'll be canceled tomorrow because it's going to rain all day. And I'm like, I'm here for this because I'm single parenting and I don't uh, want to go to base. It would be... It's the game tonight was 6 to 8.30. Yeah, Logan had a game too. Mm -hmm. Yours got canceled too? Yeah, Mm -hmm. he would have a game too. I'm here for this rain right now. I'm normally (laughs) not. So it was for you then. Thank God for the rain. And tomorrow (laughs) is supposed to be practice 5.30 to 7.30 for travel. Mm -hmm. And it's going to downpour all day. I'm like, yes. Yes. That's funny. That is like this time of year. Like I hate the rain, but like you said, in the case of baseball, it is like, thank God, <laughs> like your one little break because these schedules are crazy. So Could that is a time any better with Brahim being away. So. That's so funny. That's a good cheers moment. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> where I'm not like, I really do enjoy watching my son play baseball people awake, but it's a lot. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers to you, new happy hour bestie. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Happy Hours Combos podcast and your drinks too. If you've enjoyed this podcast, do us a favor and share the show with your bestie. Or you can go over to follow our Instagram page to help grow our happy hour community and keep the conversation going.